0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Oz Porn Podcast. I am your host, Pash B. Today, we have Australian porn legend, Lainey Day, coming to have a chat. She has been performing for the last 10 years with every Australian company, and I think if you're familiar with any kind of Australian industry name, it will be Lainey's. So strap in, this is a very exciting episode and thank you for joining us again. just got hot and heavy Mm. so
1: quickly. Good morning, Lainey. Good morning, Pash.
0: How are you?
1: I'm good. Yeah, I've been looking forward to talking to you. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Oh, thanks for coming. I've been really looking forward to having you on as well. In like a weird way, when I first started this podcast, I wrote down a list of people I wanted to interview and I think you were the first name I wrote down. Oh, that's such
1: a compliment. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I guess I've been around for a while,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I think you were on the first shoot I was ever on. Ah, was that with Light Southern?
1: Yes. Was that the – um, which one was that? Was that the waterfall one? That was the hotel uh, one. Momentum 3, I think, or Man- Momentum 4. Oh, no, I think it was no? Su- Superhost. Oh, no. Yeah, Is that your first ever. Shoot? Yeah. Wow. In my mind you have been working <laughs> since before then. But yeah. Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think it's just a dense last five years.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean you've always been like, very professional and confident, and I think maybe that oh, gave me the impression stop. that you've you been working it. for longer, but no, yeah, you're a natural. Oh, mm. you stop it. <laughs> it's true.
0: Yeah, I think you and I have worked together with, I think, every company I've worked for. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably. So we've got Girls Out West, Erste's. Um, Charlie Ford. Charlie Ford, um, uh, Light Southern. yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. It felt like a lot more in my head. (laughs) I mean, that's quite a lot. That's quite a lot. Yeah. I like that we can kind of cross, um, I don't know, yeah, just like work for different companies together. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like that happens a lot in Australia
0: because (laughs) – Five people work here. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like, "Mm, who should we get? Oh,
0: they'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, There's me and there's three other people. (laughs) Pretty much. So, how did you get involved cuz you've been around for like 10 years now? Yeah, yeah. Gosh, that's such a long time. I know. So, how did you get involved in this industry before it was so Twitter-based? Oh, yeah. I've been I've
1: been involved in this industry long before I knew about Twitter. Um, so Go back to when I was 19 years old. I was studying at university, working a low-paying hospitality job. What were you doing? Um, I think I was working in a cafe in Carlton, which was like, you know, it was fine. But, I mean, you make like $13 an hour or something like that. You know, it's very hard to (laughs) live off that kind of wage. Um, And... I had a long-distance boyfriend at the time in my hometown of Darwin. Oh, that's a very long distance. Yeah, while I was studying in Melbourne. And I was, like, sending him nudes because I just thought that's a fun thing to do when you're in a long-term relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And then I sort of got into, like, posting them on Reddit. And I was like, wow, people (laughs) really love these. (laughs) (laughs) And then even I'd go on, like, Omegle sometimes and just be like – like get naked on Omegle. I know. I, um, ugh, yeah, me terrible. and my friends
0: used to go on Omegle as well when we were like eighteen and get really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: back in the day, um, yeah. So I was kind of already enjoying putting my naked body online, and I was walking around Melbourne one day and I saw a little flyer, which said, you know. Nude Uh, modeling, modeling. girls wanted. That's it. And it said (laughs) something like $250 minimum or something like that. So I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I think I could do nude modeling. I'm already (laughs) doing it. And $250 sounds pretty good. Um, So I called them up. And the first time I called, I, like, hung up because I was so nervous. And I called (laughs) them up again. And they, you know, they seemed quite, like, professional, like, more so than I had expected. And I went in and had an interview at an office, which I was surprised about because it had kind of seemed like a, I don't know, a very like a small, you know, like one person business or something. And I was kind of surprised to see they had this nice office and like, it was a whole company.
0: A kind of like almost design studio offices. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: very pretty. And yeah. And then. I did their first project, which was just, like, taking nude photos for myself, which was fun. And then they liked it and paid me, and then they just kept offering me work, um, which was great. And then eventually they offered me a job at
0: the company. Yeah. Ah, so you've not always been just in front of the camera? No, I was at... I edited for three years. I had no idea.
1: Not video though, just um, just photos.
0: Oh, I had yeah. no idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was um, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed the work. Like I do. Like my the way I would work would be, you know, I was the one who would like say yay or nay to the um, photo sets that were submitted oh. by the um by the contributors. Um, so I had to look through them and just see, like, is it um, are the photos up to, like, standard um, in terms of just, like, the lighting and that kind of thing? Have they understood the concept of the project um, and, like, various other things? And so I'd either say, yes, this is great, we can take it, or I'd say, like, okay, you need to do a little bit more of this or maybe, like, take the camera outside because there's not enough light in your room. Um, that sort of thing. And so, yeah, and then I'd like edit them and put them online. By edit them I just mean like select the best the best photos and then would do a little bit of editing in terms of just the um, – if, if the colour balance was off or like right. the – you know, it was like I would make it maybe brighter, but I wouldn't edit like their bodies or anything. Well, like basic corrections. Yeah, just basic corrections. And then – yeah, and while I did that, I would just like listen to music, and it, it's, a, it's a way that I like working. Like I like doing something visual and like listening to a podcast or music or something. And it, yeah, it kind of suited me. That's exactly
0: how I work when I edit photos. I listen to just continuous podcasts. <laughs>
1: yeah, isn't it? It's it's a really pleasing level of like in- engagement. I find mm. like yeah,
0: like I <laughs> like I whenever I. I do my work. I have my photo set to edit and then I'll have a video to edit as well. Mm. And I always do the photo set first and I always listen to my podcasts and then it's kind of like oh now I need to edit video and I have to listen yeah. to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel the same the same way although these days I'm usually editing like my own videos as well and it's just like I get kind of sick of listening to my sex sounds. Like I start to realize like, oh, I just I say the same phrases like over and over again. I'll be like, oh, that's really good. And yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's just like, here I go
0: again. <laughs> yeah. So I had no idea that you worked in editing. That's I'm really surprised that I didn't know that. I'm very pleased to know that. <laughs> yeah. I guess it yeah. Um yeah, it was it was a good
1: time. It I mean the thing I like most about that period of my life was that I met some really wonderful sex workers and more people in the porn industry and like so many people in the porn industry here are just so creative so lovely um and they've been like some of them have been lifelong friends so
0: yeah that's great that's been my experience <laughs> yeah, as well. It's a very talented group of people. <laughs> it's a really big, like, if you have the Venn diagrams of, like, artists and sex workers, I think they really intersect quite a lot. Oh, yeah, very much so. And also, um, yeah, sex workers and,
1: and queer people as well. So that's also, like, has, has been kind of good for me, like, I guess exploring my sexuality as well off camera.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think, like, well, at least in Melbourne, I don't, really have much of a a link to the sex industry outside of Melbourne, but I feel like everyone who works in porn is gay in Melbourne. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the vast majority for sure, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone who works in porn is queer as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally,
1: it's nice.
0: So from editing, did you then work for other companies while you were still working in the office or was that an afterthought thing?
1: I mean, I mostly worked for the company that employed me, so I started doing, like, videos together. Um, I did, um, you know, like, started to do girl-girl videos for the first time. Um, And, yeah, it was – I kind of had the feeling that I wasn't really allowed to work for other companies, but I did – like on the down low, like I did, I think it was mostly Michelle, like the big kind of, um, I mean, Michelle Flynn with uh, Light Southern. I did, um, Momentum, I think three first and then Momentum four, but yeah, just as a secret. Yeah, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think they know about it now, but um, yeah, and then after about three years, uh, Blake Wilde, who worked with me at that company at the time, um, walked over to my desk and said, "Do you want to quit our jobs and go to Europe?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah that's such a
0: romantic <laughs> notion." <laughs>
1: yeah, she's always been this kind of like—I don't know it's like the more a little bit the more adventurous one. So she's like the kind of person that kind of like encourages me to do. I don't know, wild thing. So <laughs> I really like that about our friendship. And, yeah, we did. So we both quit that job and went to Europe. And I shot with Ersty's in Berlin and I shot with Abby Winters for the second time. So, sorry, I now I remember I did actually shoot for Abby Winters in the Netherlands while I was working in the office and then came back and then, yeah, for the second time in Europe.
0: Yeah. And how was it working um, overseas? Because those companies have very similar aesthetics to us and it seems like very similar models. Do they work in a similar way? Um, yeah, I would
1: say that Abby Winters was a little bit of a bigger company than the one I was used to working for. They have very clearly um, defined, like, rules and um, workflows and that kind of thing. So they have, like, this was quite different to the company that I was working for at the time. Like, I remember going there and they, you know, they gave me, like, a guide to girl-girl shooting. Um, They gave – then the first day that I arrived, it's like, straight off the plane into the office um, and they were doing, like, a – an instructional kind of meeting um, about how to do girl girl shoots, oh, wow. and they have this like doll. It's like a it's like a life size doll. Oh, a big doll. Yeah, it's a, but it's like a soft toy kind of thing. Like if you imagine, yeah, just like a soft toy oh. of like a human. It
0: feels like quite police
1: interviewy. Oh toy my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not that bad thing. But um they get you to like demonstrate sexual positions with the doll. So that they just I guess they're just kind of working out if you know how to have sex generally.
0: Like um How convincing do you need to be with the doll?
1: Uh I think you just have to get into the position. Okay. Yeah. Like just just position it rather than like, you know, you don't have to do the full. It's not like a um an audition. <laughs> um and then they had like uh, little cards which, like, showed examples of positions, I guess, because I think that oh, wow. as part of the sh- the shoot I think they suggest a certain number of positions, minimum, yeah. like, three or something. So yeah. I think they say, like, okay, you know, have in mind we'll do 69 and then we'll do face sitting on you and then you can lie on your back and, like, Laney will go down on you. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I think we were just going through that. So that was different to me. Like that was more – it seemed more professional or, I don't know, just more kind of planned, whereas the shoot that I had – the company that I would worked for previously would kind of just like throw two people together and be like, have sex. <laughs> Literally like no discussion about it in advance. Oh, wow. Really. Okay. I mean, maybe a little bit because the, the cameras – they would use stationary cameras right? only – No roving cameras. Ah. Yeah. So for that, they would kind of be like, well, whereabouts do you think you will be on the bed? So you would kind of block that or the director would be like, okay, make sure you don't go past this line yeah, because that's out of the frame of the camera. Um, But, yeah, beyond that, there wasn't a lot of talk of like you have to do X number of positions. Okay. Um, Yeah, it was a lot more just like – for it I guess.
0: It's actually interesting like I'm such a control freak when I direct like I really need to know exactly what positions we're doing and like. <laughs> I mean it that helps me
1: as a performer as well like I found the first time I did a girl girl shoot with my first company it was also the first time I'd had sex with a woman so I was oh, also really? like I really don't know what I'm doing and they didn't really, like, help me out with, like, right. you can do this and you can do this. Um, it was just, like,
0: work it out <laughs> 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 on camera. <laughs> I'm always quite surprised by how many models have their first um, experience with another woman mm. on camera.
1: Um, yeah, I guess it's because maybe quite a lot of them get into it fairly young. Yeah. Um, but... You know, maybe it's not just that. It's also just I feel like in in real life I can be kind of shy with women and they can be that way with me. So, you know, we can be like, oh, I think I like, does she like me? is it like does she like me like that and it can be a little bit like harder to actually make things happen especially if you're like young and shy whereas mm-hmm. in a shoot it's just like all right you and you have sex now
0: <laughs> <laughs> they just make it happen i find i'm very confident with men yeah. and terrified of women just terrified yeah. of them <laughs> i'm yeah much the same much the same yeah now with australian porn there's, I don't know how to say it, every performer's an amateur performer mm. and all Australian porn is amateur porn. Mm. Now you've been an amateur performer <laughs> for 10 years. Yeah. How do you think that has affected your career or how has that happened? <laughs> um,
1: well, I guess that's just not really any space to be a air quotes professional porn star in australia unless you start your own company mm. um because yeah like you said all of the companies shoot amateur style yeah porn. so i feel like Have you heard the term "am pro"? I have. Yeah, I feel like I'm like am pro. I reckon you're a professional amateur. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I mean, it's just that's what was available to me, and I mean, I even though I, I guess I have had a career in porn, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really set out with that intention. Like, I think you know, um, I listened to your your podcast with Charlie Ford, and she talks about being a careerist and that was very much her intention from the very beginning yeah. to be a porn star and to make it her career, like, to just go all in with it. Whereas I feel like I kind of, like, I don't know, I just started doing it and then it was <laughs> nice and then I kept getting off at work and, and – uh,
0: And here we are. Yeah, and here we are. You know, like, I wasn't like
1: – yeah. And, I mean, I feel like I try to take it seriously in terms of – professionalism but I didn't yeah I don't know I you have to create a professional porn star life in Australia it's not it's not there for you like yeah Mm. in the way that it is in the states or in some places in Europe
0: it's a really funny one because like we do exist in a really interesting legal gray area as well Mm. and No, I think it is a shame that it isn't bigger, but I also think that this area that we're in does allow for a huge amount of freedom Mm. too. But then I also really wish there was a lot more, you know, industry here. But then I guess this is what happens with all Australian art stuff anyway. As soon as you get really good at it, Mm. fuck off to America.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um. How um, could you expand on how you feel we have a lot of freedom in the Australian porn industry? I'm interested to know what that looks like from your perspective.
0: Well, I mean, more it feels like there's not, there's not like, uh, you know, only someone who's done X, Y, and Z can do porn. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the same for people who shoot and direct and take photos and mm. perform. So mm. a few of the companies I've worked with have hired crew that, you know, were performers and have no experience and then get trained up and mm. can kind of shoot with freedom. Mm. Yeah. And there's no real, like, I don't know, like we can shoot in a bunch of different places in a variety of different styles. mm yeah, that's very true. Um,
1: I mean, even just from a model's perspective, when I was in uh, Amsterdam the first time shooting for Abby Winters, I became quite close with a model who was there from America. And she, you know, she had an agent and her agent was kind of like planning her, the trajectory of her career. And she oh, yeah. was kind of talking about like, you know, these are the companies that you start working with when you when you're new and then you can move on to these kinds of companies and then, you know, you can start doing more explicit work, but not to do that at the beginning of your career because then, you know, you can't go back to the less explicit. And you know, I'm not sure if that's entirely true for everybody, but this is just what she was telling me. And I remember thinking like, wow, you've really, you know, like I put this like you've put so much thought into it. Whereas in yeah. Australia, particularly for models I think. It is just kind of like, oh, cool! I can do a shoot. Great,
0: you know what I mean. Like,
1: we don't. Yeah, I guess guess take it. Not most people don't take it as seriously as like a career.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I mean Mm. more by that by by a huge amount of freedom. Yeah, it's a bit more just fluid. I think
1: definitely. Yeah. Mm. Now,
0: with the aesthetic of Australian porn, which is the all natural very hairy girl next door mm. I think of you as my first <laughs> pop into my head <laughs> and I've always wanted to ask you like what came first with the chicken or the egg like were mm. you influenced by that aesthetic or did your aesthetic influence that
1: because yeah. you have been
0: around for quite a while and I feel like a lot of mm. a lot of performers do kind of emulate that same style that you have
1: oh um I would say So in terms of body hair, I did have body hair before I started doing porn. Um, I mean, yeah, I was just living with a housemate who, like, stopped shaving her underarms and I decided to do the same. But, you know, I think also my upbringing, like I grew up in Darwin where – there's kind of like a hippie population, so I feel like I kind of would see women with underarm hair like fairly commonly and it was not like a big deal. And I remember my mom kind of telling me like, oh, you know, you can shave your hair if you want to, but you don't have to, like you have a choice. So I think when I was in my late teens, I just decided to exercise that choice. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I guess in terms of, like, I guess I wasn't really into wearing <laughs> makeup, I guess. I am kind of like, I just didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, so that was also a sort of coincidence. And in terms of, like, my fashion style, it's probably pretty similar to, like, lots of young people in Melbourne, like, shopping at op shops and that kind yeah. of thing. And I guess I'm lucky in that I'm, you know, cis gendered and um, – like feminine and like the way that I present my gender is quite, um, you know, uh, mainstream, I guess. Like yeah. it's quite, you know, yeah. Yeah, I get, I get what you Yeah, and so I guess, I guess I did start out like that <laughs> and then it was encouraged. So I may not have continued to not shave for as long. I just started at a certain point I started to get asked all the time, do you still have body hair? Or, you know, the companies would be like, don't shave your body hair. So I wouldn't, which was okay with me, but I feel like it kind of like locked me into that kind of aesthetic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, you know, I'm not sure if maybe I would have like cut my hair shorter or like dyed it different colours or something like that. I felt like I wanted to maintain a kind of consistent look. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's definitely what's desired by the companies. And I think I just happened to fit that, Mold. Yeah, it's interesting
0: that you said that Darwin had like a hippie community. I had no mm. idea. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm from Mullumbimby, oh, nice. which is near Byron Bay, mm. and also has a very large hippie community.
1: Cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like all my dad's girlfriends didn't shave their armpits, mm. and I remember being a teenager, and I think just being a rebellious teenager, I would like, think I am definitely shaving my yeah. armpits. I'll shave them every single day. <laughs>
1: What was that movie about? Uh, is it The Rage in Placid Lake? Oh, it's with I don't um, know it. Ben. You know that guy who sang that, like, Catch My Dizzy? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's, he plays like a the son of hippie parents who rebels against them by like turning into a
0: lawyer, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like going straight.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the same kind of thing.
0: It like it's what me and my sister did. Like, she works in finance. <laughs> and like... uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, my dad's still like sitting at home smoking weed in like the bush, wearing his like real loose linen pants. (laughs) Uh, That's cute. (laughs) Now, with I don't mean to like harp on about the Mm. whole body hair thing, I just find it it. so interesting. But you got rid of your body hair for a shoot, yeah, for a boy girl shoot a little Mm. while ago. Did you find that was a different? I know, did you find all your fans were confused (laughs) or was it an issue or a thing or um so I did this in
1: uh April of 2018 and I when I had just started shooting with Aussie fellatio queens uh which is kind of a different aesthetic I guess to the companies that I shot with previously
0: and they're really the only more, I guess, American style company we've got here.
1: Do you think Aussie Us is a little bit like gonzo sometimes? No,
0: I don't feel like they shoot very much though. No, I it's always been a while. drop off my radar.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I agree, they're kind of more yeah, the gonzo style, I don't know how you would describe it. Yeah. Um and boy girl stuff, which is unusual in yes. you know <laughs> Australian porn. Um yeah, so they just asked me to so I timed it to shoot immediately before going to Japan for a month okay. so that I could give my body hair like a month to grow out <laughs> because it takes so long to grow out when you fully shave it. Yeah. Um um yeah, because I didn't want to have to deal with, you know, clients being or fans being like you know, getting it in their heads that I don't always have body hair because I just get asked that so many times and I have this feeling that if I if I never shave it that people won't have to ask, but they, yeah, they do okay. anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I bet. So if you're listening to this, please,
0: please don't ask me if I have body hair. <laughs> just hey, don't. just quickly, Lainey, do you have body hair? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't sure. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so... Um, is the question that, yeah, how did my fans respond? Um, well, yeah, interestingly, like I feel like maybe my fans for Aussie fellatio queens aren't always the same ones who watch like Girls Out West or Ersties or Abbey Winters, for example, right. just because of the aesthetic is a little bit different. Um, so I think the ones who watch Aussie queens are – you know, not probably body hair fetishists because I feel like yeah. the other companies really cater to that kind of thing, so they don't really mind. And then the body hair fetishists don't know about it. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: not a lot of cross uh, cross. It's not cross contamination. It's not the word. I'm <laughs> crossover. Up. I don't know. <laughs> Let's just say crossover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I didn't get too much like um backlash about that which was good
0: yeah and you recently shot a blowbang with them
1: yeah yeah i did i really liked that <laughs> it looked
0: really fun
1: thanks i haven't seen it actually yeah it was i really liked it um because i like deep throating like i like the um feeling of like gagging because i i'm really this is probably not something that you see very much in the porn that I do often, but no. I have a really insensitive gag reflex and I'm like really good at controlling it. Um, so I, and I actually like the feeling of like kind of having my gag reflex um, triggered, but not, not for it. Cause like, I feel like I can have it triggered, but not, but then control it. I think that's the yeah. thing that I really like But I almost never do it in porn because, like, I I almost always shoot with women and, you know, I think maybe occasionally they've, like, shoved their fingers down my throat or something like that. But, yeah, yeah. so that was fun. Like, I felt like I really got off on just, like, my gag reflex being triggered and seeing – like I mean, it's funny the guys that they shoot with have been chosen because they have like really big dicks, and you know I don't think it's necessary to only shoot with <laughs> guys with huge dicks in porn. Like they're all, they're all good, but these all of these guys were like significantly above average size, so it was really starting to like um, test my limit of like how <laughs> like how big can it be. <laughs> like, um, Yeah. And one of them, he kept like really, this is entirely consensual and and very enjoyable for me, (laughs) um, but he kept like shoving his cock like so deep into my throat that I would actually gag and I would actually like vomit a little bit, which honestly, like, I mean, just a tiny bit when I was like, oh, I guess this is just a little bit messy. We probably shouldn't do it, but I was just like, you know, it was like kind of, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I just like the like gag, gag reflex, <laughs> um feeling and it was fun to do like a more hardcore scene and I was just really like, I was just like on a high afterwards, <laughs> like in a subspace-y kind of, yeah. kind of space and I really wanted to do a, a um, what do you call it, gangbang with them afterwards. Yeah. But I also had in my mind, oh, they'd probably want me to shave for it And I think the director didn't seem that keen. I mean, the other guys were, like, keen, but (laughs) it hasn't happened. (laughs) But I would be very keen. Like, I would love that. I'd love to do a gangbang. That's the kind of porn that I watch. Um, Me too. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. And it's – so I think it would be fun, like, in that way. It's a a big departure from my usual aesthetic, but that's okay. I mean, people have various –
0: Sexual tastes. (laughs) Well, it's funny. I was sitting at work and I was just like scrolling through the Twitter feed and like doing nothing and the little trailer for that vlogging popped up Mm. and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) What's – Lainey, are you okay? Somebody save her. (laughs) I was like, Lainey doesn't have sex with men. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) I don't know, has Lainey lost her
1: virginity in this
0: video? <laughs> that was actually when I
1: lost my virginity, that, yeah. that, um,
0: that film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy how you've shot so much porn and managed to never have sex with anyone. <laughs> but I was like so impressed by your deep throating and I think just watching that like 30-second trailer, I feel like my whole like world as I know it just blew up. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm so happy. That's
1: so nice. (laughs) And, like, I think that also is just a reflection of, I mean, it says something about the industry generally in Australia, whereas, like, you know, if I had been born in the United States, I'm sure I could have much more easily made that kind of content much more quickly, and I would have. I mean, I have nothing against it. Um, So... That would have been more my image, I guess. I feel like yeah, that's really
0: interesting, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I'm not saying that would have been my only image, but yeah. like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have anything against it, and I feel like my, you know, hairy lesbian, um, natural girl thing is,
0: is because that's very much the aesthetic that's desired here, I guess. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's really interesting that whole kind of idea of like you know, in another place how different you know our careers would be. Mm. Yeah, yeah definitely. I. I always like like I when I do get to shoot Boy girl or some more, more, I guess, hardcore stuff. I'm always mm. really excited to shoot it because mm. it's so different to the stuff I shoot all the time. Yeah. And I've just had a run of shooting a lot of boy-girl and mm. then just last weekend shot a girl-girl and was like, oh, it's so easy. This is so <laughs> nice. There's no, like, like we were done in 45 minutes mm-hmm. and there was nothing to worry about. I could call a cut whenever I wanted. <laughs> uh, what,
1: what do you find that you have to worry about more on a boy girl erections yeah yeah yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i can i can
1: imagine that
0: and then in girl girls like i can just cover everyone in lube yeah yeah i can i can get a, a four liter pump action And I can just drench the whole set in lube. (laughs) I can cover myself in lube as well for good measure.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, you do do that sometimes. Yeah. um, You're just getting into the spirit of things. (laughs) That's how you get such good, you know, shoots. (laughs) I just want everyone to be comfortable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We went through a phase um, at my last company I worked for with putting lube into syringes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, to give to the girls to like shoot up so they didn't have to get Mm. lubed on set and like ruin it. And there was one girl who had her first girl girl. It was also her first experience with Mm. a woman and she had never you know, well she'd never put lube in a syringe and pooped it up pooped it put it up her pussy. And I let her choose the amount of lube. And I think she also wasn't very experienced with the lube. And yeah. she filled the whole syringe out. Ooh, and ooh. there was so much lube that when her scene partner – was eating her out, there was, like, thick ropes of lube Whoa. coming up. <laughs> And then when they were kissing, there were these, like, it was all over both of their faces, and it was kind of like a scene from, like, Alien versus Predator where they, like, <gasps> disconnect from an egg or something. <laughs> and while we were shooting it, we were like, oh, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> but we're just going to have to go with it. And then all the comments on this video were like, oh, my God, she's so wet. She's the wettest person ever. And I was like, maybe the answer is more lube. <laughs> maybe maybe we need even more lube. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was gonna say I feel like there's definitely a fetish for just excessively wet pussy. <laughs> wet ass pussy. Um
0: a bucket in a mop. Yeah, <laughs> that's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't think they would be able to tell the difference. Um yeah, there's yeah, the syringe. Thing, I generally just kind of like shove my fingers in. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing that we do in the porn industry and in the sex industry generally is shove some lube inside you before you start. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, sometimes you shoot for like a long period of time and it's like hard to stay fully wet for that whole period or like sometimes you're – you know, standing in a cold alley while you're shooting, <laughs> or some kind of uncomfortable position like that, but maybe your body's not going to like wet itself to the maximum. Um, yeah, it's a good, it's a good move.
0: It is, it is a good move. I've like gotten a little bit drunk with lube power before. Whoa. <laughs> And like, gone home. And be like, what if I like syringe lube inside my butthole and then have sex with my partner? Yeah. And then we've done that, and it wasn't as effective as I would have liked. Mm. And then I was like, what if I put lube like into my mouth? Oh yeah. <laughs> that also wasn't very effective. And mm. I think I think it was then that I I realised had to calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good
1: to experiment. You know, you could have discovered the next big thing in you yeah. Know in
0: sex i just need like one of those like 60 liter drums yeah i can just dunk my whole body in it and then just see what happens (laughs) (laughs) but it's i don't know if you have this in your sex life but Mm. i have these sheets that i'm very precious about that are pure linen sheets Mm. and you can't get lube on them yeah so me and my partner have to lay down a little towel like (laughs) like when you like get the dog to sit on the bed yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh, I definitely have done
1: that because I tend to use silicon lube. Like I really like yeah. Uber Lube because it's very long lasting and it tastes, doesn't taste very strong. This is not an ad, um, <laughs> but it stains terribly. Um, and, yeah, there's nothing worse than like having a big luby handprint that's forever on your nice sheets so yeah definitely put towels down before
0: yeah i have quite a hatred of water-based lube Mm. and it's everyone's preference on set and i'm always i don't want to be like no you're wrong
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it just doesn't last and sometimes it goes kind of sticky yeah after a while and that's eh, not into that it just Mm. dries up and then it's gone
0: and then you have me standing over you while you're in a compromising position just squirting water-based lube everywhere yeah it's not
1: how you want to be.
0: <laughs> it seems like it's how you want to be, though. <laughs> oh, I just, I just really enjoy lubing. It's my favourite job. <laughs> that could be my whole job at work and I would be pleased with it. <laughs> I think we should get you back to be the lube fairy. <laughs> That's a nice one. Maybe I'll get a shirt made. <laughs> so in the last 10 years, mm. how much do you think the Australian industry has changed from when you started? That's a good question. Um, I know that in the last five years that I've worked at the company that I worked at, it changed mm -hmm. very rapidly.
1: I agree from, like, I've been able to witness that change from the model's perspective as well. Um, I would say in the beginning we did
0: not have – As many emails from me.
1: (laughs) Definitely didn't get any emails from you. (laughs) Um, But we didn't have the same kind of conversations around consent that we have now. I would say that the industry becoming more aware of consent, I'm not sure if this happened around the same time as the Me Too movement or if it was prior to that. I actually feel like it may have been prior to that. I feel like even before Me Too there was kind of a movement within like the Melbourne club scene to highlight consent and then companies started to, you know, encourage performers to talk to each other about what they liked and didn't like before doing the shoot. And now there's like a, there's even a form that I fill out on Girls Out West shoots, which I know to a certain degree it's obviously flawed because I can sign yes, I consent to X on the form and then obviously withdraw it yeah. later on. But at the same time, it's kind of good just to give you a general idea of like what are we planning to do in the shoot? Like is it going to involve, you know, um, like exposure to semen or something like that or not, yeah. you know, or like are we planning to do anal play or not, Um you know just to have that as an idea yeah explicitly before going in and like I know obviously I can change it but yeah I feel like that kind of thing wasn't talked about as much it was much more like all right let's just put these two people in a room and see what happens yeah. which I didn't really like obviously yeah. <laughs> it's, because it's it's stressful I mean it's like it's someone you've just met um you're not encouraged to like talk to them beforehand uh, you don't know what they like, what they don't like. You know, you have to just, like, figure it all out magically. That's really hard and it doesn't really make for good sex. No, it doesn't. And then noticing that, you know, companies would start to actually, you know, give people the opportunity to talk to each other, I think it led to better sex and better experiences for models, um, especially – yeah, also the companies would give um, – like feedback, like email us saying like, you know, would you like to give feedback on your shoot, Um, which I thought was good because, you know, it gave people the opportunity, yeah, if if something didn't go well, to raise it, if they hadn't felt comfortable doing that previously or to comment on things that they liked. So incorporating that feedback. So, yeah, I would say it's more consent literate now than it used to be but this also might be a um reflective of the companies that i've worked with over that period yeah (laughs) so yeah i mean the company that i started at which didn't have any consent discussion prior to shoots um i haven't worked with them for like over five years so i can't really comment on yeah what things are like there now but i would say um yeah girls at west it's been a really huge change over the last five years and it's become a lot more friendly to models. Like I have a much better time now shooting with them than I did when I first started. Yeah, much better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's now it's just like it's honestly fun. Like I know that we always say this on like the shoots. where We're like, oh, I had a really good time. (laughs) I love shooting with you. But it's true. I mean, at least for me, like I think the staff are – really understanding and they're really funny and it's just a kind of light-hearted kind of uh, silly kind of vibe on set. Yeah. You know, we all just kind of laugh. So, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah,
0: I think it's a good time at <laughs> the Girls at West sets.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the, the other thing that I think has changed in the industry is that it's become decentralised. I mean, ten years ago... Phone cameras were not very good. Mm. Um, I think some phones had cameras, but they like would.
0: the Motorola Razr camera.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like the like, you... one megapixel. <laughs> exactly. You know, you,
1: could, you wouldn't want to, yeah, shoot video on that. Whereas now, you know, you can shoot, like, 4K video on phones. So it's much easier for people to shoot their own content and host it somewhere like you know, um, various things like subscription sites or pay-per-view sites so people ca- don't have to go through companies anymore. Like when I started, you – I mean, you kind of had to go through a company if you wanted to yeah. make money or you had to make your own website, which was – you know, it's a big commitment. Whereas Absolutely. now you can just do some videos, throw them up on like many vids or – Fansley, or whatever and you have a company
0: which i think is really incredible that we have gone that way and i think it's also really taken the like dark weird room mm. aspect out of porn that's now just uh, a yeah. it's another job you know yeah and it's
1: you know i think the company that i first started working with it had this idea to like give women cameras so they can shoot themselves and that was a radical idea when it started in like 2002 or 2003 it was you know because the only way that they like people would make porn was through companies whereas now that is the norm you know i think i'd say the majority of porn performers in australia at least would be making their own content at least a little bit.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think everyone who works in porn has some, yeah. <laughs> some kind of subscription site. <laughs> <you> yeah. <know. laughs>
1: yeah, totally. Um, mm, so that's a good thing in my mind because obviously when you're shooting yourself, like you have more freedom to just make it look the way you want to do, like <laughs> make it look the way you want it to look, do what you want to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I um, – During the pandemic I oversaw, so excuse me, all of this self-shot content Mm. and it was this funny thing where I was trying to very quickly teach models how to shoot themselves in the same style as us. Yeah. And then it was this really amazing thing where all of the stuff that we got back Mm. to approve and to edit and what have you all was markedly more relaxed (laughs) and the Mm. orgasms were all a lot bigger and a lot more genuine as well. Mm. And I thought that was just really fun and nice. <laughs>
1: oh, that's so nice. I Yeah, I remember seeing the like slate images for some of those like Ruby at Home or Nova Hawthorne at <laughs> yeah. Home or Emily at Home um, and yeah, I agree and like they do look uh relaxed and very personal as well like you really do get you know an idea of that person's aesthetic and how they are at home and yeah that kind of thing
0: yeah it's a more yeah a more like friendly intimate um masturbation (laughs) yeah yeah it's nice yeah Mm. Now back to what we were saying before about you watching gangbangs. Do you Mm. watch much porn in your personal life? Um,
1: I mean I've gone through phases of sometimes watching porn fairly often and sometimes not. Um, I'm kind of in a phase at the moment where like I'm kind of not that interested in porn but I do watch it sometimes right yeah so not like every time I masturbate but fairly often um and yeah I mean my tastes are just like quite varied (laughs) (laughs) I would say it's like you know how you have a kind of I'll just get like a particular idea in my head, or like, you know, for a while, I'll be like, oh, yeah, super into gangbangs. And then I'll get like really specific with the kind of gangbang, like <laughs> um, amateur, like in a club gangbang, or like public, um, y- you know, in a park or like on the beach gangbang, or, um, you know, and you kind of explore
0: like the genres yeah. until you get bored
1: of it and then you try something <laughs> else. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, um, I switch between watching porn and then I go for long periods of reading erotica mm. instead. And that's been a really fun time for me. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, there's so many ideas that exist in the world. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you think you'll bring some of them into porn or we can't? do that. It's
0: they're, they're maybe, not yeah. that. <laughs> maybe not appropriate I'd say that maybe not appropriate.
1: Well, that's kind of the good thing about literary porn is it can get quite depraved because it's just, you know, it's not really happening. It's a fantasy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't have to worry about like, yep, what the boundary discussions were <laughs> and you don't have to be like, am I a bad
1: person <laughs> yeah because it's just your imagination yeah and maybe you would never I mean yeah maybe you would never do that thing in real life and you don't want to but it gets you up in your fantasy
0: absolutely and in all of these things of erotica everyone looks exactly like me <laughs> yeah mm. amazing <laughs> mm. and all of their names are
1: my name <laughs> <laughs> such a good
0: coincidence yeah it's just a very popular in the world of online erotica <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, there was a, there was a period where I was listening to like audio erotica and it was, yeah, similar kind of vibe because I think you can, yeah, play out some fantasies that you wouldn't, uh, depict, you know, Mm. in video, but you can speak them aloud yeah and it's like, ah.
0: It's very hot. <laughs> it's like my partner says, you know, you got to get the poison out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Now, I did want to talk with you about mm. as well, you have so many porn friends. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice <laughs> thing to say. Go on. <laughs> um, is it like playing like a bingo card, shooting with all of them? Because I feel like... A lot of them you don't get to shoot with or you don't get paired up with very much. Mm. Like do you have like a, do you request to shoot with your friends very much or does it just happen or do, have you made your friends through sets? Um, yeah. Uh, I'm
1: not, Yeah just going to say I'm, I'm definitely not like scoring people to be like, okay, mm, good kisser, but maybe not so good on the fingering. Um, we'll not bang again. Um, no, I'm definitely not <laughs> hitting the finger. You don't, like.
0: you don't have like a big homemade like piece of cardboard with like Marina Lee's face and Blake Wilde's face on it.
1: I definitely don't. Well, I do. I have uh, one in, in my room. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, uh, Hang on. So the question is, like, do I request to shoot with my friends? I, I have, but it is not always. The request is not always granted. <laughs> um, and I feel like at this stage, I have shot with all of my porn and sex work friends who do porn. Um, and then, yeah, some people I have definitely made friends through shooting with them, I feel like Olive G is a good recent example where, you know, we get paired together and then we like each other and then, you know, we um, hang out, like get to know each other a bit better and our friendship blossoms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that does happen quite a lot. Um, But mostly I kind of just get – I used to get paired with newbies a lot yeah. At Girls Out West, that was what would usually happen. I'd get paired with people who were either first-timers or, or very new. But more recently, Girls Out West has been shooting more, the same people more often. right? Which is good for me. It means I get to shoot with the same people, you know, more than once, um, which, you know, I like because the
0: better you know somebody,
1: I feel like the better kind of sex you have with them (laughs) and
0: it's the more like comfortable sex as well i think Mm. and you know what each other likes
1: yeah and so that's also been a positive change for me in the um (laughs) in the porn industry recently is that they've changed i think i think a while ago they really had a focus on like very new performers like it being like the one time they ever you know they're not real porn stars they're just They're just like your uni student off the street who's come in to do one shoot and then they leave and never do porn again. That was kind of the idea of like being a real Australian amateur girl, whereas in the last five-ish years I feel like Girls Up West has just accepted that like some people are good at making porn and (laughs) why not give them more work? Like (laughs) people like them, they like it, they're good at it good content like why not have them back more often absolutely um which has just been really convenient for me because it means i get ongoing work (laughs) with them which is great (laughs) um but yeah i've definitely made lots of friends through porn and uh shot porn with all of my real life friends who make porn it's very Which is lucky. wholesome and nice. <laughs> it is. I love it. I love working with my friends.
0: I've made a lot of friends with models um, through my work mm. and we exist in this funny kind of way like when you become friends with a coworker, but you only work with them occasionally and mm. it feels like – Do I ask them to hang out with Mm. me later? Like how do I do this without seeming like I'm coming on to them in a weird way?
1: (laughs) Yeah, or like breaking down some professional boundaries or something like that. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. They have like the models that I really enjoy working with and I would used to like book them, be like, oh that'll be a really fun day. (laughs) And be like, Hello, my friend that I see once every six months at work. Yeah, it really feels it
1: really feels that way. It's like I feel like we are friends, but then we're both kind of like shy about like, oh, do you wanna actually like Ginny? hang out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely felt that way with you. I think you invited me to get some like of your fresh produce from your garden. And okay. I was like,
0: I'm shy. <laughs> <laughs> I invited um a model to my baby shower last year and the baby and like when I asked her she was like yes I'd love to and I was like yes we've crossed that road and then it got cancelled because of the pandemic and now I'm like do I just text her and be like do you want to just hang out at my house where I live (laughs) I mean yeah go for it yeah and speaking of which do you plan to go back
1: to shooting porn after
0: maternity leave? Yes, I do. I think I'll be shooting porn for a long time. Wonderful. Yeah, I think I'll be bouncing around. Yay! Yeah, which is fun. Like I, my maternity leave actually finishes in like three weeks. No. Yeah. What? Yeah.
1: I remember talking to you beforehand, and I mean, you took like seven months or something, right? Was it? I took nine months off. Nine months. Yeah, yeah. I remember thinking. That's a long time. Like that is a lot.
0: Like yeah, but it's just flown by. I thought it was the longest time that yeah, has existed ever. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. now it's like I feel like yesterday I was like, you know, clearing out my desk and trying to steal as much Tupperware from the kitchen as I could at work.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing
0: how time flies. Well, I'm excited to see you again. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be back. Yeah. I've like Already like packed my work bag. <laughs> oh great. <laughs> You're so organized. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like I'm going back to school and I've like put my little hard drive in and I've like like cleaned out my gear and I'm like, okay, it's time now I'm ready. <laughs> wow. Now before we go, mm-hmm. I have all of my little questions written down in front of me. And one of them I wrote these um well, I was in bed like two weeks ago and I hadn't looked at them for a while and I think maybe I was very tired because I just wrote Lainey's funny spanking face <laughs> and it's not a question. <laughs> yeah, I know the face. <laughs> it's a yeah. very excited face. <laughs> it's, like a, oh, it's
1: funny, people have, people have commented on that face before. Um, <laughs> and when I see myself in videos when I'm spanking, it's like I get this really mischievous kind of, grin, yes. you know, or I'm like,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the same face I've seen you pull when twisting nipples as well. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I guess it's, I guess I'm just getting pleasure from knowing that they're getting pleasure and allowing me to do something that
0: I like doing as well. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoy it. That's my bingo. It's like Lainey's funny spanking face. I'm like, we got it. We got the shot. We can pack up, boys. We're all done. <laughs> can
1: we do like a a, a spank bang or something? A spank or as a bang. as a group shoot one day where I would just like play bums like dr- bongos, yeah.
0: <laughs> just in a circle. <laughs> We can do it on the beach and we can pretend we're in Byron Bay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, I'll let you go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Oh, thank you. It's been lovely talking to you. Lovely. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me and uh, looking forward to seeing you at work soon. Yeah, in three weeks.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> right, bye, Lainey. bye